Radio. Are you fucking crazy? Yes, I'm fiercely proud of it. Hello, you're on the air. Well, I'll be a son of a bitch. You can't say that on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. Hello, you're on the air. Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to HWA Radio here. We're on episode 14, and joining me, as always, is good old CR. Oh, glad to be here, Keys. we got a lot of ground to cover. Can't wait to jump right in. Yeah, we got a hell of a lot to talk about this week, surprisingly. But uh, joining us to talk about stuff is also nothing other than Hollywood Joe Petito. How you doing, Joe? Oh, just wonderful, man. Just wonderful. So, first time we got him joining us here. Uh, we've got the, pretty much the whole cast on, on the show now. But, uh, but before we start off, let's go ahead and kick off the men's power rankings with good old CR. Well, uh, from the home office, wherever they're at, I don't know where they're at these days. But anyway, the men's power rankings. No surprise here. The number one dog, King of the Mountain, the world champion, Katungi, coming at number two. Oh, the inner horseman champion, that sick rubber duck. Joe, I don't know how you can stand to be around that man. He's just, just, he just gives me the willies, for God's sake. What, what Greyhound number bus three. station did you find him at? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. You found him under a rock somewhere. <laughs> All dressed in Number three, n- number three, the, the uh, HWA television champion, Sabu. Number four, Nico Inoki. Number five, Corporal Punishment. Uh, and then the, we have a little bit of changes here. Number six, the snowman stays uh, consistent. But Mr. Q jumps up two spots in the rankings to number seven. El Loco comes in at number eight. He enters the top ten after his big uh, victory in the first blood match versus Bufu. 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 <laughs> number nine. Entering the top ten because everybody loves the gimp. Is the gimp? <laughs> why not? He needs some love. It's been a while. Yeah, why not? You know, we got to put someone in there. And uh, Cole Crow Magnon tumbles three spots down to number ten. He hasn't been in too much action, so uh, you know, strap the uh, strap the uh, boots on and do some wrestling. He's going to be out of there pretty quick. And of course, uh, the women's power rankings. Uh, since none of these women wrestled, no one lost. Number one. Uh, oh, gee, she's all, you know, she's managed by this goof we got on the phone today <laughs> the women's champion bt golf she's a badass yeah 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 number two the net women's national champion pennywise the evil clown number three morning glory hole number four trina vanderskank and number five also managed by this goof we got on the phone marsh pit margo <laughs> marsh pit margo is another uh, badass so. he's, he's starting to lead the the women's stuff going on over there with uh with bunkhouse productions but yeah well, i think joe just likes to manage women that can beat him up <laughs> Yes, he enjoys that. <laughs> All right, so with that, we're going to go ahead. Enjoy, and... He must enjoy a good spanking. <laughs> Get the gimp involved with that. Get the rubber duck. Jesus Christ, he's got everything going oh, on over geez. there. <laughs> I just hope that we're protection. Anyway, let's talk about the show, the recap of uh, show 41 here, starting off with the triple threat match. And we have uh, three newcomers here Jamie Bondage for uh, Asklon Coven. We have Maggie Skookumchuk. I guess we're stressing the first syllable on that for West Coast Alliance and La Tarantula for. That would be CSE. And this, I, I gotta say, it's a nice match to see. You had standard pin rolls, and we finally get a chance to see what's uh, what each of these women bring to the table. And I'll be the first to say, I, I, I did not disappoint. Not at all. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Maggie Skookumchata, whatever the hell her name is, what she brings to the table is a big pizza. That fat ass. <laughs> What would you call her? Court. Bucket bucket ass? <laughs> bucket ass. That's what she is. Got a big old bucket ass in them overalls. That's what she got. You know, this this this, this three-way would have been a lot better if it was Jamie Bondage, La Tarantula, and CR. I can tell you that much, but uh, oh well. Man can, man can hope, can he? Maybe after the show. We'll see if they're busy backstage. Yeah, we'll see. We're going to get some barbecue sauce. and Oh, never mind. It's anyway, like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going on, whatever. Anyway, it was a nice match. Uh, it was uh, uh, very action packed. I can tell you that much. The uh, the three new girls certainly put on a show. 
Yeah, they did. And uh, we didn't see much from Jamie Bondage in the Battle Royal, but we did get to see her and a brutal side of her, I must say. Uh, not only in her signature moves, we saw signature moves from everybody, but uh, also in the, the brutal three chair shot beatings she gave Maggie in the corner. And I'm not one to say this. I know Keys is always on the edge and always methed up or whatever the fuck he's taking nowadays. But uh, I mean, do you think he needs to rein her in a little bit before? So this is her second match, and she's already in there clubbing away with a chair like a like some uh, Arctic hunter on a, on a baby seal's head with a club or something like that. Or, or do you just say, you know, hey, girls will be girls? I, what do you think about that? Well, to address your first point, I can tell you exactly what Keys is on these days. He mixes NyQuil and vodka. I don't think that's a good <laughs> choice, but... It's a couple of extremes there. To his brain. <laughs> exactly. What the hell's going on here? And uh, yeah, I think uh, the girls will be girls, but uh, you know, for the, for the love of God, leave the chairs alone. Uh, you know, let's just get in the ring and see what you can do. I, I was never one for the weapon match. You know, if, if it's an extreme rules match, that's one thing. But you know, uh, just to, use your talents, use your skills inside that squared circle to get the victory. You don't need to be whacking people on it. Although it was Maggie Skookum Cockamonga, whatever the hell her name was, so I was glad to see it. But <laughs> There's something you know. about her you don't like. <laughs> Big, pretty woman, tough woman, but uh, for some reason, CR just has a thing against well, her. Well, she's managed by the megalomaniac uh, is what the problem is. You that, know, that's where true. She's with the, the, how long is it going to be before she knocks out a referee when she doesn't like the outcome? <laughs> I don't think they allow woman on male violence. <laughs> or maybe they do. I don't know. Since uh, Aaron jumped in the ring at dropkick, poor... Uh, was there, there what's her name Misty Ferberg right in the back uh was good got yeah, penalized well, for that I'll tell you you know if, if you happen to catch me I'll try not to make too much noise with the eyes when I'm fixing a new drink like I did a couple shows ago I'm <laughs> trying to stay on the straight and narrow for this one but it's going to be tough I'll tell you that much well, that's kind of refreshing sounding like those coke commercials where they do the the pop and the, the and the, the foam and everything. Some, something about that just makes you thirsty. So maybe you'll get us all drunk. It was too cold here on the ranch to do the Nesty Plunge. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, it did get cold quickly. Uh, talk about getting cold. Uh, you talk about uh, Maggie Skookum Chuck here, or get, not getting hot, really. Uh, in the end, just call it good timing if you want to. Uh, Jamie's outside the ring. Uh, exhaustion maybe on the part of La Tarantula. But you got Maggie giving that, that log jammer. Uh, she's going to be changing up the names of her moves. She's still learning them, trying to figure something out that's good for her. But it was a brain buster or what have you. And uh, one, two, three was over so I, I mean i gotta say things look good for her but I, I have to believe just in general all across the board that things are really heating up for the women's division well i'll tell you what's th uh, heating things up i think aaron promised maggie a nice big fat cheeseburger if she won the match i think she was a woman on a mission so uh might be one of those two pound cheeseburgers that you, if you eat the whole thing you get a shirt t-shirt or something and she's yeah, got a whole no, collection she, of them <laughs> uh, you know her her very original ring attire with her little overalls maybe you know, she could, she might look good in some, maybe some yoga pants. They make any ass look good, even a bucket ass. So she might have to try some of that, but I'll <laughs> well, tell you, that you put, you put her in spandex and keys up. will be up all over the place. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, I was sorry. To, I, I thought, I uh, love Tarantula made a good showing of herself there. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the high flying maneuvers, but I think she was just a little overwhelmed by the big girl and, uh, you know, took a little bit too much punishment, but it, Hey, for three newcomers, it was a hell of an entertaining match. And, uh, by golly, I was glad to see it. Plus one on one, these uh, these girls. I mean, for everybody, basically, it's a different story. It's a, a standard match, but this this being the three way, we wanted to take the three girls who were kind of uh, left in the dark there and give them a shot. And they did they did a great job. After that, we had the first blood match between El Loco and Bufu, Bufu, Bufu. And this time around, you had uh, well, basically, you had someone who's been around since the early days, El Loco. He's been around since the very beginning. Uh, could have been in one of the very first matches that we've ever seen with him. 
uh, going up against somebody who hasn't, well, he's not been quite around as long as, uh, as that, but ever since the reboot, he's there. And both of these guys simply out for blood. In a match like this, I, I got to believe there's some catharsis because I, I, I imagine myself, <laughs> I try not to do this too often, but I imagine myself just beating the shit out of some of these drivers who, who cut me off in traffic and uh, nothing would make me happy to see them bleed. I'm not trying to be morbid or anything. I know it's turning out that way, but uh, there's got to be at least some degree of delight knowing that you're going into a match with one plain and simple objective, making someone bleed. Well, first of all, can I recommend a good psychologist for your anger management? <laughs> I've been through four uh, of them. They keep dying on me. Yeah. Nobody knows why. Uh, well, geez. and second of all, you know, we all know how I feel about the gimmick matches. I mean, it, it, getting, making the guy bleed. Oh, well, you hit him in the head, blah, 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 you know, eh, whatever. You know, but the thing is, you know, old, old uh, El Loco there wrestling for the Megalomaniac here in the West Coast Alliance. Uh, I don't know. You got a mask on. It's tough to see if you're bleeding unless it really comes pouring out the, the, the eye holes. And then you look like something out of the, the Shining or something. I don't know what the hell it is. Elevator but, uh, scene. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so who's to say he, he wasn't busted open? It, you know, all the chicanery that that goddamn stable goes through. You know, they're almost half as bad as the as uh, Hollywood Joe Productions or whatever the hell those guys are called these days. You know, but it was you know, eh, you know, eh, I just want to see guys get in there. You like the old wrestle? Use your skills. Yeah. I do, I do. I go. You know me. I'm an old timer. I go back to the. I'm a purist. But uh, hey, it is what it is. It's entertaining for the fans, and Pedro seems to, and the, and the board of directors like to throw these matches together. So hell, I'll watch them, and when the pay per views come, I'll call them. But uh, Pedro's just happy to not to worry about his hemophilia anymore. <laughs> you have to be in the ring of the well, guys. Yeah, but, Pedro, he doesn't need a little to worry about a lot of things anymore, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, let's get to the contest itself right now. And I'd be lying if I had. Let's put it this way. I was majorly disappointed watching Nbufu. He was so lackluster out there. It was It's painful to watch. Just uh, you, you expect so much from him. Uh, you, even if you expect a little bit, you're let down. It, it doesn't seem to me like this whole new look and this attitude, uh, the insane clown posse, it doesn't seem like it's benefiting him at all. And I mean, do you think there's an adjustment period when you when you switch personas or whatever you want to call it like that? Or is, do you think it'll be just a matter of time before Bufu finds his groove again? Well, you know, I, I'm just not a big fan of what I don't know what he's going through some kind of midlife crisis or what the hell he decided. Looks like a goddamn referee out there for Christ's sake with a little striped shirt on his little gym shorts. I don't know what the hell he's trying to prove. I, <laughs> I, I, I like the old Bufu. Hell, he was entertaining. He was colorful. There was nothing wrong with him. He was a champion. This guy, whatever he's become now, he looks like he's a member of the job squad. He just can't seem to get it done. I don't know if he'll he'll uh, find his groove. Maybe maybe Keys can talk him into uh you know reverting back to the to the old ways or just change something. It, I don't mind the new the new makeup and and whatever the color scheme, but just get him a goddamn. He looks like he should be in prison for God's sake. Maybe <laughs> he should get be. some bread and water or something. What the hell? The way his wrestling's criminal, I can tell you that much. After all those uh, class action lawsuits against him and the birthday parties, we're, we're going to get into that. But uh, yeah, he's, he, he needs some help. He needs to get something going here. And he, I know he's probably distracted by this rap career he's trying to start up. And I've heard I've heard him rap. Believe me, you know it's it's you, you leave that. Just uh, go to the record store, look at it, you know, wash your hands or whatever. But uh, the right, only thing he should be rapping is a birthday present. I can tell you that. <laughs> we couldn't even do that the way he's he's been uh, laying himself out. But uh, uh, closing out the match, he had El Loco with that brutal stomp and split. I, I like this move. I really do. It just it seems an effective move, uh, but in the bigger picture, let's talk about you have another victory for the West Coast Alliance, and uh, they seem to be, well, they're building some momentum here going into Halloween Hellabaloo this year. Yeah, I know they've been through their their problems with uh, Aaron getting suspended and all that, but uh, I mean, think about it. Could they be the team to beat come October 31st? Well, I'll tell you what, maybe it's a good thing Aaron got suspended. He's not sticking his nose in their business and they're actually winning some matches. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm going back for more ice. <laughs> fixing another drink. This uh, episode brought to you by Moscow Mule with uh, T- what is it? Tito's vodka. Oh, you know what? I, Gene cleaned me out when I had to get the truck fixed, so uh, I couldn't. Af- I couldn't afford any Tito's. I'm drinking Nikolai vodka. I had to oh. go bottom shelf for Christ's Jesus. sake. At least, you, at least you stayed away from Popov. Which is might as well be called well, piss off. <laughs> you know this this stuff it gives me the shits, but you know I'll take it. Got to have something. <laughs> Who needs Metamucil and uh, Xlax and all that stuff when you have uh, Nikolai vodka? All right, so <laughs> enough right. advertising here. Well, hey, it's better than Kamchatka. Let me tell you. Oh God. <laughs> I don't think we even uh, right aid. I think outlawed that. They, this, all those blind hillbillies or something like that. But uh, <clears throat> after the uh, after the first blood match, we had our first championship match of the night, and that was of course uh, Trailer Park Posse here you know, with our with our coach Joe Petito uh, going up against the Bang Gang. And uh, here you had it. it. This this was it. Meth versus weed. Four drug addled brains all fighting for the gold. You know, it doesn't that doesn't look that good on paper. But uh, overall, it was an entertaining match. Uh, including including this, a lengthy battle. And I, I typically, I would have thought Little Roscoe was kind of like the, the the lazier of the posse. He let the the other guy um, was a little uh, little Merle do all the work. But uh, this time, it, him and Timmy Chang on the outside had a battle. And when you spoke to Admiral Deuce in the back, I know he was up. He was uh, not happy with Roscoe's performance. What did they say to Roscoe about participation going into this match? For the love of God, why am I talking to Admiral Deuce when Hollywood Joe inter- manages that team? What the hell are you thinking here? What is it, dude? <laughs> <laughs> That's a screw up. This I, I got to play this for uh, for a brain fart. There we go. Okay, now we're back. Admiral Deuce, what the fuck was I thinking? Joe, you were talking to him. What the hell? My, my apparently notes. You, apparently, you've been drinking the Nyquil and vodka too, my friend. Don't be killing all those brain cells for God's sake. Is, it, is that what that green death flavor was? I thought that was like uh, some bad. Uh, what is that? The absinthe stuff. Uh, it was, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't cream to mint. I can tell you that much. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, all right, so Joe, let's go ahead and talk to you. Uh, what'd you say backstage with the uh, with the guys uh, about the the e- equality of the participation? I don't hold anything back. Go out, balls out, and I, I'll back you up no matter what. So you got, uh, of course, uh, taking that to heart is Roscoe's. He's pounding. Yeah, backing Chang. up is a key key word there. Yeah, yeah, he backed him up all right. Backed him up into a corner for Christ's sake. What he did, it, uh, don't even get me started on this. <laughs> well, we got time to talk about this. Uh, you had at the very end of the match. <laughs> the end of the match was the the, the coupe de grass, and uh, it was in fact Joe Petito coming in the ring. We haven't seen this in a long time. The last time I think I saw this was actually Chaz Segner. It was Sabu versus uh, Fritzy at the time. Now Fritz von Stone, but uh, Chaz was had enough of it. He got inside and just started drop kicking Fritzy over and over again. It was insane. But uh, like I said, that was a long time ago. And here you got Joe coming in, uh, joining this team for a triple powerbomb on Chooch, and uh, when I, I saw him hit, I looked right into his eyes, and you just see him glaze right over. He, he was, it was lights out for him. Uh, Timmy started to come in to help, but Merle cuts him off, and the, after that, the pin was academic, but Jimmy Fong, here's, okay, here's the thing. Here's what I'm trying to get at, and I'll get to it, but it, Jimmy Fong just stands there and lets it happen. Now we, we brought this guy in as, as a no nonsense referee. Uh, now I, I know I know there's no disqualification in a title match, but seriously, think you got to draw the line somewhere, don't you, Cr? Well, for the love of Christ, it's a championship match. He stood there and let it happen right in front of him. For God's sake, I don't know what. It, 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 now I'm not going to make any uh, any accusations, uh, Joe. I don't know if there was any an envelope with uh, some money in it being passed around backstage. I'm not going to comment on that, but I'll tell you what. 
old uh, old Jimmy Fong, I think maybe he was paying uh, a little bit too much attention to the laundry in the restaurant, and not enough of the goddamn referee. Because Jesus, it unless for some he had he suffered from hysterical blindness. Maybe he he couldn't believe what he was seeing. I don't know. Hey, Jesus, he, he laid down the he, law he, when he, he got that countdown. But uh, yeah, you can't let this type of stuff happen when when the titles are on the line and. I, the front office of the HWA is in is in chaos with Pedro Exco flying off the handle. I don't know. I tried to talk to him the other day. He was a raven lunatic. I don't know what was up his ass, but I don't know. I, we thought we got rid of Leonard Burke. We were going to get some good officiating, but old Jimmy Fong just seems to be falling down the same damn path. Yeah, I, I can understand that uh, You know, he's on probation and he's bound to make a few mistakes here and there, but uh, this is going a little across the line. In fact, I even heard the back of the uh, front office talking about letting Leonard Burke on probation uh, referee a match next uh, next week. So I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But, but if you'll indulge me for a second, I just have one question here for uh, old Hollywood Joe. Sure. Well, actually, I have two questions for Hollywood Joe. One, did you get that nickname because you spent a lot of time of, uh, of Frederick to Hollywood? <laughs> no comment. You go in there and play with the panties, don't you? But anyway, the other question is, uh, was was this was this a plan all along, or was this a spur of the moment thing where you just figured, ah, what the hell's the worst thing they can do when you jumped in? Was it a plan, or just did you, was it was off the cuff? Off the cuff, man. You saw the opening and you took it, huh? Yep. Well, God bless you. I don't know. Again, not 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 your fault. The referee's an idiot, but you know, hey, I'm all for grabbing the brass ring. You did what you had to do. Congratulations. But damn it, it was dirty pool, if you ask me. Yeah, you got the gold ring. In fact, the, those two gold belts coming for the Trail Park Posse Tag Championship now. They are, let me check my calendar here. Okay, yes, uh, looking at the calendar, I will see that they have one more defense of the tag championship before Hello Blue, and now that's going to be going up against Dead and Buried. Now, one of these two teams will defend at the pay-per-view, and, uh, I mean, Dead and Buried is, is obviously a dynamo, at least one of them is. Crow didn't do much except for uh, jump on him and pin him. But, uh, I mean, from what you saw Friday, did the meth heads have what it takes to keep those belts until Halloween? Well, I'll tell you what. I'd like to see old Hollywood Joe here jump in the ring with Bob Zombie, that goofy bastard. I don't <laughs> think he wants any part of that. But I'll tell you what. Uh, the tag team division, quite frankly, it has me stymied, for God's sake. You know, uh, when the when the Bang Gang beat the, the Maniacal Medics, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, the medics had held those belts for quite a long time, and then they, and then the the, the bang gang holds on to the belts for a while, and then we got. And now it wasn't under uh, you know suspect circumstances, but you know give the give the champions their due. The the, the trailer park tross, uh, posse got those belts, and uh, I think it's gonna be a tall order to beat Dead and Buried. Uh, you got uh, Crow Magnon, who was a uh, 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 he held that world title for quite a long time. You got Bob Zombie, who's just a a big tough brutal individual. But uh, hey, anything's possible, and if. Uh, if the manager decides to mix it up again and gets involved in this match, who knows what's going to happen? So it'll be an interesting match to see what happens. That's for sure. I do know that I'm checking the uh, the standings, and it turns out that there will be a title defense, or there will be a title shot or defense at Halloween Hello Blue for Bunkhouse Productions, no matter what. Because if Dead and Buried wins the belts, they go up against the uh, Freezing Quackers. Yes, oh, Freezing Quackers. <laughs> they will go up against them. No, wait a minute. Now yeah. here is here is my here is my problem with that. Okay. My problem is if the rubber duck is the inner horseman champion going into that pay-per-view, he should not be permitted to wrestle for the tag team title. Correct. That is true. Why not? Well, you can't hold two belts at once. You can wrestle for it, but you'd, you'd have to give up one or the other. And I highly doubt you're going to give up the inner horseman title for a tag team title. I would think, but anyway, um, so. yeah, looking at the schedule, th those are the rules. But like I said, we have a lot of wrestling to go, to go and, uh, the, the card, the final card will be formed on that and there may need to be some adjustments, but regardless, we're going to have, uh, th th there's a good, there's a good chance that, uh, bunkhouse productions will be going home with some gold on that one. 
with that, let's go ahead and Stay go straight. To, yeah, <laughs> uh, he'll be happy to have that. And uh, Aaron, maybe if he, if he gets out of the smog, <laughs> maybe he'll have some fresh air out here. He can breathe uh, and uh, work his wrestler, get some gold for him too. But uh, let's talk about the exhibition match. Now, this was a very odd match, a very interesting matchup. Uh, one so-called manager he had in the ring with another manager who hadn't <laughs> even managed a match or announced the roster for that matter. But uh, we did see some nice action here. Mr. Fugu, like you say, he, he did his time. He did a lot of good wrestling back in the in the golden years and or in the golden uh, era, I guess you might call it. And now he's a manager. But uh, he came out there. He certainly proved he, he's got the chops to throw. It's no pun intended, not karate chops. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's got what it takes to throw down in the ring. I was very impressed. Well, I'll tell you, I was very surprised to see Mr. Fugu uh, show up here in the HWA. I was on the impression he was uh, running his uh, chain of uh, sushi restaurants. In Japan, they're 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 high. No, seriously, I mean, I'm not making a joke here. They're, they one of the most respected uh, sushi restaurants in Japan. He has like four of them. He's making ha- money hand over fist. But you know, I guess when you get the taste of the of the wrestling business, you know, you want to be in there. So uh, yeah, he hasn't even announced. We don't even know, we know he's here. We don't know who the hell he's going to manage. And then they throw him in a ring with the, this liberal lawyer and this goofball. I don't know, some goof overweight goof in a suit with a mask and a taxi driver. I don't know what the hell he is, but. It was entertaining. It certainly was. Uh, but like I said, I was really surprised to see Mr. Fugu show up here. I, I thought he was uh, was was done with it. But uh, hey, we'll see what uh, what it holds. You know, uh, business is picking up in HWA. We got some make uh, some a lot of new talent coming in, and it's, it's only going to make things better going forward. Well, you talk about a, the guy being the other guy being a goofball, and uh, that's that is the big story here. Uh, as you well know, Aaron Varhola. Uh, has been under suspicion of being the liberal lawyer, but this match, Aaron Varhola comes down to ring to manage during the match. Now, just moments before, and I, I, I'm eating crow and put my foot in my mouth. There's all kinds of things going in that hole. But uh, I said, without a doubt, that was Aaron Varhola. He was the liberal lawyer, uh, and then it's like, boom, he comes down. I don't know what's going on. We did receive a communication from Commissioner Pedro X about this whole situation. I have not had a chance to check it out, so we're going to go ahead and play that right now. This is HWA Commissioner Pedro X. In recent weeks, I have been inundated with videotapes and messages from Chaz Segner of Chaz Segner Enterprises claiming that the liberal lawyer is in fact Aaron Varhula. After reviewing these tapes, I do not see the connection. By last week, we saw the liberal lawyer wrestling and Aaron Varhula at ringside. Therefore, I do not believe that the liberal lawyer and Aaron Varhula are the same person. Mr. Segner has made some accusations. He asked, questioned whether I need new glasses. And he also accused me of being a senile old man. Well, Mr. Segner, I will show you who is senile. I am still the commissioner of the HWA. And therefore, I am going to order a match between you and the liberal lawyer. And it will not be any ordinary match, my friend. It will be a ladder match. And if the liberal lawyer loses the match, he will indeed have to unmask in the ring. And if it is Aaron Varhula, he will be suspended 120 days for violating his suspension. However, the briefcase in the ladder match will contain $250,000, which will be provided by Chess Sagner Enterprises. There you go, Mr. Segner. You will have your chance to prove your theory. If you win, the liberal lawyer will unmask. If you lose, you will be out a quarter of a million dollars, and it will teach you a lesson about throwing out accusations of people being senile. I will not stand for this. This is Pedro X. 
Thank you, and good day. So there you have that. Wow. He, I don't think I've ever heard him, his, his feathers so ruffled as that. Apparently, Pedro X and Chaz starting to butt heads a little bit here. But I got to say, it's an interesting setup, uh, interesting solution to a, an ongoing problem. You got a ladder match here. One side, you got uh, the liberal lawyer who's threatening if he loses, he's got to be unmasked in the ring and uh, possibly exposed to see if that's uh, Aaron Varhola. He might want to hedge his bets and get that uh, substitute guy or whatever. Well, maybe if he's the real guy, like I say, I don't know. But on the other side, you got a quarter of a million dollars provided by CSE. I got a friend. Can we get Chaz on the line here? Let me let me try to do this. Well, let me, tell you, let's, let's let me tell you one thing before you try to call Chaz. Old Pedro's got to burn his saddle. I never heard him that pissed off in my life. And you know, on the other hand, I, w- I was along with you thinking that, that Aaron Aaron Varhula and the liberal lawyer were one and the same. And I will tell you this, uh, you know, it, it, anytime there's a masked wrestler, you know, it doesn't take much to find someone with your same build. And, and just so it, did it prove something? I'm not so sure. But, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and see what happens. But, yeah, old Pedro, he uh, uh, I don't know. I don't want to call him senile. He's he's that really pissed him off. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he sounded like he was going to blow one of his uh, his uh, scars from his bypass surgeries, but uh, good thing he didn't. Uh, had to clean him up. <clears throat> but uh, let's go ahead and see if we can get Chaz on the line here. Go ahead. Uh, we got the you got the number. All right, Cole. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Chaz got to have something to say about this. Hope he's heard about it. Hello, this is Chaz Sagan Enterprises. Saul Goldberg speaking. Hey, Saul, there you are. Uh, yeah, talking. We need to talk to Chaz about something here. Wondered if you heard the the news about the liberal lawyer match uh, that Pedro is. Uh, Pedro's a little pissed. I gotta say, is, is this you, is this you, Mister Keys? Yes, it is. Oh, oh, thank God. Happy oh, Jewish New Year, oh, by the way. Oh. Oh, thank you. Yes, we had a me and Masato had a had a really good time. We rang in the new year. It was it, it was it was quite well. Everything was good until until Mrs. Segna got this this certified letter from 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 Pedro, and he he read the letter and he went berserk. I, I don't know what's wrong with the man. He's he's crazy. I'm telling you, he went crazy. He, he, he was dr- I got hit in the head with a goddamn stapler for Christ's sake. <laughs> he's got to be careful he, when he's he around. Out of him. his mind. He's got a temper. He, he's yelling. He's yelling about this liberal lawyer, and, and he, he said that goddamn. Jackass Aaron Bahula is costing him money, and he, oh my God, I don't know what happened. All I know is he took off out of here like a bat out of hell. Oh, I'm so worried. We we were supposed to go out to dinner, and I said, "What about?" He said, "Order yourself some goddamn McDonald's." I said, "I should want McDonald's." We were supposed to go to a nice Italian restaurant for Christ's sake, and oh, he's so upset. I don't know what happened. What, what did Pedro do? Oh my God, this is it's just crazy. I'm, this is all just so silly to me. I don't know what's going on. And I got to be limp on my head from when a stapler hit me. And, and there's no ice in the refrigerator. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Must have been uh, having, using that ice for some drinks after they found that news. If you hadn't heard, it uh, looks like uh, he's going to be put up in a match with the liberal or the, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, Pedro X. The, yeah, the liberal lawyer is going to be going up against uh, Chaz in a ladder match. And if, if he wins, if, if Chaz wins, he's, he gets to unmask the liberal lawyer. To find out for sure exactly who that is, but on the other side, if he loses, he's got to put up a quarter of a million dollars, and I know that might oh, not be that big a hit oh for you my guys. God. Now I know why he's so mad. He he's been saying from day one that that, that, that liberal lawyer was that that, that Aaron Valhul. He's not fooling anybody. I, I I believe him too, and I don't. This is just awful. A quarter of a million dollars. Oh my. Oh geez, I hope it doesn't affect my bonus this year. Jesus. Oh God. <laughs> God and baby Jesus, help us. <laughs> Yes. Well, if I if I can get a hold of him, I'll, I'll have him call you or something. But right now, I got I got to find some ice. I got a big lump of that. Oh, that stapler hurts so bad! It hit me right in the right square in the forehead. Jesus! Right, you okay. should see me. I look like I look like I look like the time when 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 Big Sid 
left me in a puddle of my own blood and piss. It was, oh my God, it's awful. It's like, oh. Sounds horrible. It does. Sorry right, to be well, laughing about well, I'll it. I'll see if I can find him. And, and, and uh, he might not want to talk to anybody. He's very, very upset. I've never, I've never seen him this crazy. Oh my, oh my God. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go now, Mr. Keys. Have right. a good day. Thanks, Saul. I'll see you. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on for now. We'll see if we can get a hold of Chaz later and uh, possibly during the show, if not, maybe next week. But uh, we'll move on for now to the television title match. And here we come to the Battle of the Titans. Uh, Big doesn't even describe it. I mean, how the mat didn't collapse is beyond me. These two massive individuals, uh, some great fighting early on. But in mid-match, we, we see even more controversy. Before we get to that, let's talk about how Chaz, uh, on the outside, mouthing off against Bob Zombie. This, to me, is just not the smartest move from Chaz, and uh, I got to say, I'm surprised that the zombie didn't turn him into a snack, but uh, repeatedly going after him with this whole, I will not be ignored thing, CR, what the hell is Chaz thinking doing this? Well, I think he's uh, trying to give uh, Sabu any advantage he can, I mean, just trying to distract the man, maybe they had something set up, maybe it was a... But I'll tell you what, I've never heard Saul so upset in my whole life. Jesus, I'll tell you, I feel bad for the poor man. And we all know that, uh, I don't know if you've ever been around Chaz when he loses his temper, but uh, he, it ain't a pretty thing to see. And I'll tell you what, poor, poor Saul looks like he walked right into a buzzsaw. But uh, stepping, up to, to, like, stepping up to Bob Zombie, I think he's lost more than that. He's just lost his fucking mind anymore. Is something well, going I, on with, with Chaz Segner Enterprises other than this? I, I don't know. Maybe the stress is getting to him. I don't know what's going on, but... Uh, but yeah, he certainly was. Uh, he was poking the rattlesnake there, uh, getting in in the zombie's face. But like I said, maybe it was it was just some kind of. I don't know if he can get in Bob Zombie's head. There ain't much there, to be quite honest with you. So <laughs> I don't know what kind of tactic that was, but maybe it was just uh, some kind of distraction. Hopefully, Sabu could maybe uh, take advantage of him outside the ring. I don't know what was going on, but I don't know. I don't know what the strategy was. I was I was uh, kind of shocked myself when I saw it all transpire. Yeah, well, the, the uh, Jimmy Fong didn't take too too kindly to it. So yeah, after about the fourth time, you got Jimmy Fong throwing Chaz out of the match. Like th- this is, comes once in a lifetime, once once in a few, couple times in a lifetime, something like that. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but uh, yeah, we saw that. I think uh, Joe actually, you you got thrown out one time uh, for for getting up and, and trying to chat up the the women. <laughs> I think, and I think the uh, that uh, Leonard Burke took umbrage to that and had to throw you out. That that was a while ago. Uh, you, you still remember that at all? Yes, I do. <laughs> Did you ever beat him up it, in the parking lot afterwards? Uh, well, let's just say he remembers it. Okay. Every time he looks in the mirror and sees the scars. Damn. Tough customer. <laughs> tough referees. you got to be tough to be in the HWA. But uh, t- going back to uh, Jimmy Fong here, uh, you had uh, Joe Petito, uh, just 20 minutes before that, came in the ring, allowed it. You got one move, in essence, a, a triple, triple teaming, get a championship. Now, this time... I mean, I was hoping for a replacement for Leonard Burke. They would have some kind of just a modicum of integrity. But uh, it looks all evidence to the contrary at this point. I, th- I think this whole uh, replacement referee thing is just out the door for uh, the HWA there, CR. Well, I'll tell you what, this has been sticking in my craw for, for, for quite a time. And, and you hit the nail on the head. I mean, he, he this is the same referee who stood by and watched the three-on-one to watch the manager participate in, in, in the in the finishing move. And then he, he sends Ch- Chaz back for mouthing off. I don't after I heard that that uh, that soundbite or the, the recording we had from Pedro, I'm just wondering if if, if Pedro if this is kind of a uh, you know something to get back at Chaz. I wonder if he told him, you know, if he gets if he gets out of hand, I want him out of there. So it could it could have been a little bit of a wrench for Pedro. You know, maybe maybe uh, Jimmy Fong was uh, operating under instructions from the head office. I, I'm not going to speculate. I don't know for sure, but certainly seems like something was uh, out of the ordinary for this. No, I definitely don't want to make any accusations. You can see what happens to people who do that. Uh, poor Chaz, you having to lock up with the liberal lawyer. I mean, he's a, he's a strong wrestler himself, but uh, when you, you got your own quarter of a million riding on that, that's rough. 
But uh, I mean, try as the ref might, Sabu came through strong. You got the, Chaz was sent to the back room. Uh, it was uh, basically a, you got a manager, you got another wrestler here that's very well matched with you. But Sabu would not be deterred from his objective. And back to back, you got Liberty Bombs taking taking enough out of Bob Zombie. I don't know if it was uh, all he had, but it was enough for the pin and uh, another fine victory for CSE. So let's uh, go ahead and look forward to Sabu. Let me see what we got here. Uh, oh, we got one more defense of the title uh, in the form of Gluteus Maximus. Now, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to downplay Gluteus Maximus. He's a hell of a wrestler, but I think he might be a little outclassed here or uh, outskilled by Sabu. But uh, the winner of that match will be facing the Gimp at Hella Blue. And it's, uh, it's, it's a long road there. How do you see it playing out? Well, I'll tell you what. You know, we talk about this, and uh, I think this is, this is one of those, those situations where I think Chaz and Sabu might be taking Gluteus Maximus a little too lightly, and I hope that they don't, uh, because if they do, I think they could be in for a fight. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if Sabu goes in there thinking he's just going to steamroll this guy, much like I think happened in the Mr. Q match, right? Uh, you know, uh, I think uh, Sabu could be in some trouble here. So, uh, and let's not forget, you know, the Gluteus Maximus managed by the Admiral, and the Admiral's uh, not opposed to taking liberties with the rules. So uh, I think it's going to be a tougher match than a lot of people think, and uh you know, I'm not going to say Sabu is a shoo-in uh, by no means. I think he's going to have his work cut out for him, and I think he needs to take this this match very, very seriously if he wants to be the champion heading into Hell Blue. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully by the, by the time Hell Blue rolls around, we'll have a, a new we're, – we're trying to get in touch with uh, Kangaroo Jones. It turns out he's out in the outback somewhere, and we can't get a hold of him right now, but uh, there's a lot of time left, so we're going to have to see if we can get him for the uh, to referee that big event, that big pay-per-view, Halloween Hell Blue 3. And with that, that takes care of week uh, 41. Well, for God's sake, how long is the Outback open, for God's sake? I mean, how many steaks can you eat? <laughs> Not quite that, I don't think. I think he's uh, in, in a place that's a little more disconnected, a little more off the grid, you might say. Uh, let's go oh, ahead. I thought you were talking about the restaurant. I thought <laughs> it was out for dinner or something. We couldn't get a hold of him. Jeez, how much steak can this guy eat? What the hell are you talking about? No, they got those beepers they give you. It's like you put, whenever you get the, your table opens up, and then they turn it into a pager or something like that. I don't know. I, oh, I, yeah, I knew a girl that used to, I, I knew a girl used to stick it down in front of her pants. She liked to <laughs> God. Well, who doesn't? Her eyes roll back in her head and say, "Honey, is our table ready?" She goes, oh yeah. Okay. It's like Kool Aid Venus. <laughs> anyway, let's, oh, yeah. go, let's go ahead and move on to the next show here, if we can. Uh, tag team action starting us off. Fu Incorporated. That would be uh, Fiji and Uruguay. Uruguay is that right? Uganda, Uganda, son of a bitch. That's right. one of the it's one of them U countries. It's a, it could be the UK for all I know. I don't know geography, but uh, that is a, uh, of course you had Nico and uh, the Katungi uh, wrestling against. Yeah, did, who does, the fuck is does this? Does Katungi look like one of the loyal subjects of the crown to you? You <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, I don't know. India owned or uh, England owned India or some shit like that. Some some craziness, and then they uh, I don't know. I don't want to go oh, on with that. Uh, I don't want to insult too many people, but uh, <laughs> too many too many nationalities. We're going. Who the hell are these people? The breakfast cereals. What do you got? Some guys like Kellogg from coming down here. What, are, are we just hiring anybody nowadays? What? Okay. You, well, I don't know. I, I don't know how the hell you can ex expect me to preview a match when I don't even haven't even heard of the two of the people in it. Yeah, it's uh, there's really nothing we can say about this match except for the, who are they? And uh, they got horror. That, one word, a horror. That's all you can say. What? They're horrible wrestlers. You know what? Fuck it. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we got well, the. I'll tell, tell you one thing that bothers me about this match. Mm -hmm. uh, you're putting your, you're putting the world champion in a tag team match, and you do, you don't want to see this man get uh, injured. He's he's got to defend that title at least one more time if he wants to go into uh, Hell Blue as the reigning champion. And uh, I'm just not uh, a big fan of this. I don't know what Chaz is thinking, why he would allow this match to take place. He is going to uh, have to take yeah, care putting, of this. Put, putting this man in jeopardy, uh, you know, it, it, it might be one of those things where he says, "Hey, you know what? Well, we don't know who these goofballs are. Let's just go out there. And nobody get hurt." I'm not going to say lay down for him, 
but don't take any chances. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's, it, it, it boggles my mind why you would let this happen so close to the pay-per-view, but, uh, well, it's I guess f- whoever puts the matches together, that's, that's how it is. It's their first tag team match. There's really nothing at stake here. There's really nothing for them to lose. And we'll just see who these uh, other guys are. But, uh, like, like I said, going to any, anybody going to up against Fiji, uh, Uganda, uh, or just say a few, it's a lot easier. Uh, anybody going up against them is going to have a hard time. So with that, uh, well, maybe the breakfast cereals, maybe the breakfast cereals are like a three man tag team, like the Freebird, snap, crackle and pop. Oh, that could very well be. But if they're as big as snap, crackle and pop, I don't think, uh, either they'll be sat on or eaten by Katungi. And I think it'll be over. For yeah. They're, they're just slightly smaller than the Keebler elves. I hear, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, with that, uh, we after the, the second match we have, it's go- it was going to be a table match. Now I've, I've tried to make up stories for this. And I got to say, uh, the guy, the WWE guys, the, the guys at 2k sports, you know what? You're fucking game is broken you suck that that having been off my chest <laughs> with the table match no longer being an option for these two uh women katie bang and masato man decided to go to a ko match and uh this one well I, I gotta pick masato the size size matters in a match like this you got those big hands she comes down and she, if she comes on with that uh, the shanghai stomp and hits her on the liver side it's gonna be lights out i, I, I would easily pick masato on this one well you know we, we, we've talked about this before i think we had a I can't remember how long ago it was. I think Masada was in a KO match, and we all said if he was an overall favorite, she lost it, for God's sake. Hmm. Let's not forget, K- Katie Bang is kind of like the El Loco of the women's division. She is. She's been a high flyer. For a long time. She's been, a, been around a long time. She's a very accomplished female, or whatever, just a female wrestler, or female wrestler, period. Very accomplished. Uh, tremendous resume. Uh, so uh, I, I would never count her out in this type of match. But as you say, in a KO match, you you would favor Masato Mayhem, the the slow boat to China, the Shanghai stuff, just the big the way she just maneuvers and, and wears someone down. But again, I would not be surprised to see Katie Bang win this match because of uh, she is such an accomplished wrestler. I think this is going to be one of the most exciting women matches, women's matches we've seen. And uh, I'm going to pick Masato just because you, you, on paper she should win. But what's one of those uh, situations where if she doesn't? I will not be surprised. Joe, would you make that three and zero? Do you think uh, the, the giant is going to beat Goliath this time around in the KO match? Yes. Okay, so uh, we got three on the three on Masato Mayhem. Mm. Sorry to take a sip. <laughs> His mouth is getting a little dry. Uh, let's talk about the other, the following match, another women's match here. We got the women's national title match, the very first defense of the title here. Pennywise going up against Misty Furberger. Ah. Uh, Misty, I try to love her. I know, I know she's talented, and I know she's got a lot of skills. But uh, this is a title match. Pennywise has not held the women's title that I'm that I'm aware of. Uh, just it got taken away from her her, her partner Lucy Fur. But I think it, it, whether it's pink or whether it's green, she wants to hold on to this belt. She's going to hold on to this belt against Misty. Cigar. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, Pennywise, another one. I mean, she's uh, another one of the uh, the tall girls. She uh, sizes up well towards, uh, of course, she wears six-inch heels, makes her as tall as Masato, <laughs> but neither here nor there. Uh, Misty Furberger, she, she's one of those one of those girls that uh, she looks great one week, and, and you know, I think it just depends on her mindset. Uh, if the Admiral has her ready for this match, I think she could be a very tough opponent for Pennywise, but uh, you know, she's she just held on or just won that title. I think she's looking to hold on to it and represent it at the pay per view. So uh, I'll take Penny in this one. How about you, Joe? How do you think on this match? I'm I'm going with Furburger. <laughs> you always go with Furburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big surprise there, isn't it? He's, he's eaten a few of those in his day. I'll tell you that much for God's sake, that sick <laughs> bastard. Walked right into that one. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we're going to all enjoy a, a nice fur burger at Misty's Fur Burgers down on Hollywood Avenue after the match. Uh, okay, so we got the, a mixed decision there. After that, they <laughs> oh God, from, from, from bad to worse, from the frying pan into the fire, the exhibition match between Maxi Pad and Spooge. <laughs> God, what a combination! That's worse than the the uh, the blood match with him. Anyway, uh, let's see. okay. Think, thinking straight now. Uh, talent. Uh, let's see. Spooge is a newcomer. You got Maxi Pad, who is uh, highly skilled. He he's a has a move thief. Actually, we've seen him steal moves right in the match from the person that that's an opponent. And if uh, and Maxi Pad has his own set, if he can steal one of Spooge's moves, especially that that choke choke slam, uh, big Maxi Pad. I, I think Maxi Pad can take him here. I think that Maxi Pad has a has a win coming to him uh, from this match. Oh, dear Jesus. I just look at this match and shake my head. I, where do we come up with these names for these characters? I don't know. I, I think the bathroom guess, wall, the men's. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A lot of limericks I, back there. If, if you get some spooge on the maxi pad, I don't really think it's going to affect anything. But, it's not a birth control you know, device, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, old uh, old Max. He's he's a double tough. I mean, he's a big man. What's he go? Probably about three twenty five, three fifty. He's a big boy. At and least. Uh, we haven't seen too much from. Uh, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna enunciate the way you do. I'm just a spooge. I'm not gonna draw it out. I'm That's fine. Just not gonna. Yeah, I'm not going to give him the satisfaction, but... Uh, <laughs> satisfaction. I, Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going uh, to give satisfaction when you spooge, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with... I'm going to go with, uh, with, with with Big Matt. I'm going to go with the pad on this one. All right. So how about you, Joe? Pad or spooge? <laughs> oh, I'm going with spooge all the way. <laughs> of course. <laughs> You got to go all the way if you want to spooge. <laughs> so, with that, let's just move on because we got. Oh no, we're moving into something else. Not quite as bad. It is the Interhorseman oh, Championship. That, that sick rubber, TSRD. That sick rubber duck versus Booger Dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is going to be a hell of a show. Uh, <laughs> rubber Duck. He's just he's unstoppable. I don't care who he goes up against. Booger Dude. He's a, he's not a no name, but he's still got a lot of work to do. Uh, rubber Duck easily holding on to that belt this this time around. See her. Can I just tell you something? I, 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 it comes to mind as I see this this setting up. And for the love of God, what does the HWA come to? <laughs> we, we, we've got we've we, we, we've got Maxi Pad with 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 the bloody gown. We got Spooge. We we got Golden Shower Boy. We got Piss. We got shit. We got the Booger Dude. We got all the pretty much all the bodily fluids you can have here. For God's sake. <laughs> It's pretty bad. I'm telling you what, I'm, I, I, mark my words. Listen to me. If 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 Mister Fugu has a woman wrestler named Vaginal Secretion, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm gone. Uh, let's hope that doesn't come to that. Oh, I said come, didn't I? Oh Jesus! Either that uh, or br- her name's Breast Milk. I'm out. I'm finished. Forget it. Well, Breast Milk is very nutritious. <laughs> of course, yeah, well, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to say that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a respected, I'm a respected broadcaster. I got to call these matches with these people for God's sake. But <laughs> well, God, then of course we got this rubber duck character that just uh, grinding his crotcher's ass in your face and jumping up and dying and wearing a goddamn yellow ball gag and fl- a man that wrestles in flippers for Christ's sake. I just don't have to- Oh dear Jesus. It figures he's managed by Hollywood Joe. He's a sick freak. Oh my God. <laughs> I got to ask how bigger gotta- dude is. Oh Jesus. I don't know. At least Booger how dude Booger- just has a cold, you know, a persistent how cold. Is, how is, how is Booger dude allowed in an arena with people with COVID? I mean, he just spreads things everywhere he goes for God's sake. He's a one man wrecking crew. Well, he's got something in that paper bag to absorb the massive amounts oh, of snot. Yeah, that comes yeah, 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 yeah. He absorbs something. All right. <laughs> but I got to ask Joe, uh, what, what does rubber duck have? Does he have like a chloroform cock or something like that? That every time he jumps on somebody's face, it's just over for them. Or is that like a trade? It's probably a trade secret. 
a trade secret, man. I'm not going to tell anybody because then you all will start doing the same thing. That <laughs> could very well be. Every, everybody would Joe jump prob- in. Joe probably tells them don't shower for two weeks before your match. The stench will kill them. <laughs> God. Anyway, I just, oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not uh, I just rubber duck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Joe, we know we got to know who you're picking for this one. <laughs> rubber duck all that, the way. That's right. So, Booger Dude, sorry we don't have confidence in you, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. I'm sure you'll, you'll come around in years to come, though. I said come twice. Anyway, let's move on uh, with that. We're going to, our next show coming up, be sure to join us here every Friday. Uh, I think it's every Friday or Saturday at 10 o'clock. Uh, so, join us. You're probably half in the bag by then, but we enjoy having you anyway. And, uh, of course, uh, let's say HWA rules.com go to H, uh, sorry, anchor.fm slash HWA rules to subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we've gotten some listeners lately. We've gotten some comments lately. Let's keep it going. Spread the word. Uh, so with that, let's uh, go ahead and let's sign us out here. And, uh, Thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, CR, any closing words? Well, I'll tell you what. We managed to get away without Gene interrupting us this week. I, I don't know where the hell he's at. It makes me scared. I hope he's not burning the place down, for God's sake. But, uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Welcome. Uh, glad to have Joe Petito here. Uh, we gave a little bit of a razzle, but it was nice to have you. And uh, let's look forward to more uh, HWA action. Joe, any closing words there? Just keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going. That we will, but we got to go right now. So uh, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. See ya.